Hello and welcome to today's podcast, Mastering Data Protection in a Multi-Cloud World, presented by Dell Technologies. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm a long-time tech journalist and regular TV and radio tech commentator. I'm excited to get down into the data protection and security weeds with Sandy Leadbeater, who's on a mission to help organisations protect their most valuable asset, their data. Sandy is an advisory system engineer of Dell Technologies Australia and New Zealand, and he tells me he loves talking about data and helping people make the most of their cloud investments with data protection, data management, and data mobility. Here's another little fun fact about Sandy. He's also a performer of musical theatre in Wellington. Indeed, a varied set of skills. Now, Sandy won't be breaking out in song during this episode, but we'll be discussing the hot topic of multi-cloud data protection and cybersecurity and how today's tech leaders can master the complex security landscapes with ease, thanks to Dell Technologies. No doubt, securing a multi-cloud environment requires a strategic approach and industry know-how, in part because of a lack of visibility across hosts and services, which leaves the door open for hackers to exploit vulnerabilities. And the need to protect an organisation's infrastructure is of paramount importance, given the explosive push towards multi-cloud environments. For example, 94% of businesses are using public cloud. Additionally, analysts tell us that many businesses are using, on average, five different public cloud providers in a mix of IaaS, PaaS and SaaS. Therefore, businesses and IT leaders need a proven and modern cloud data protection approach. Let's face it, cyber attacks have skyrocketed in the past six months. The bad guys are now targeting backups. There's an average of one cyber attack every 30 seconds, and there's a constant stream of high-profile attacks in Australia and New Zealand. So what's the answer? That's where Sandy comes in to highlight how Dell Technologies can help. Before we get started, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Microsoft. Dell Technologies Data Protection is powered by Windows Server 2019, the operating system that bridges on-premises and cloud. So let's get started. Sandy, welcome and thanks for being my co-host today. Hey, thanks uh, very much, Stephen, for having me on the show. It's a, it's a great opportunity. Sandy, with your passion to educate and help organisations protect their data, how do you suggest IT managers, CIOs, CISOs and cloud architects secure their data against the rising wave of cyber attacks? Well, as you already pointed out, Stephen, there's, a, there's been a huge increase recently and in the, the New Zealand CERT uh, organization that's the computer emergency response team just released a report saying that there's been a 73 percent increase in reported attacks for the first half of 2020. Um, just recently in August in New Zealand the stock exchange was targeted again and was brought down for a number of hours and those are the obvious targets right that this is the stock exchanges uh, government departments you know, sadly, even hospitals, of course, because there are high profile and, and there are lives at risk, they get targeted a lot. And obviously, with the COVID pandemic, that's that's uh, seen a, a massive rise in attacks in, in the healthcare industry. Those are targeted businesses, though. And quite often what's happening as well is other businesses are being caught in the fallout. Uh, look back at 2017 and the NotPetya attack. That was a state-sponsored attack against the Ukraine. 
but there were businesses who had offices in the Ukraine who had nothing to do with the, the nation state of Ukraine who got caught in that fallout um, with more than uh, $10 billion in damage, according to estimates, and it's probably more. So the reality is everyone is a target. So my suggestion around how to secure your data is take a look at the uh, National Institute of Standards and Technology Cybersecurity Framework as a great starting point. Um, they've got five pillars around uh, securing your environment and having a cybersecurity uh, strategy. They talk about identify, and that's looking at your data, looking at where the risks are uh, and, and making sure that you've identified all of that. Then it's protect. This is partly where I come in, uh, making sure your data is being protected, but also that you know, you've got information protection and processes that you're using firewalls, for example, to secure access to your data. Uh, then there's detect just in real time, analyzing what's going on uh, within your environment in real time and maybe being able to detect those attacks. Uh, respond is the fourth pillar, response planning, communications, how are we going to uh, get information out to our users, to our clients, to our other customers about what's happened. And then finally, and again, if I look at protect, recovery is the third component of that pillar. And that's about uh, planning to ensure that we can recover quickly and effectively. Um, so you notice five pillars, there's no one solution to this. It is a strategy. Um, and it's really important that you're looking at all five of those pillars. I'm gonna be talking today specifically around that protect and recover capability though. I hear multi-cloud security is the new number one IT challenge for businesses, according to analysts. So let's get it all out in the open, reveal some of the major challenges facing today's CIOs, CISOs, and other tech leaders in terms of their data protection and management journey and the cybersecurity connection. Like what worries and plagues them the most? Well, I think that the reality is that uh, this digital transformation that everyone's been on a journey on for the last five years has been driving massive data growth. Um, and so just how to manage that data is a, is a major challenge. But the other thing to recognize is that data is, uh, to coin a phrase that one of my colleagues uses, data is the new oil. It is the real value um, that your business holds. It's data about you, about your customers, um, and you can really take that data and, and produce real business value from it. Now, the challenge there is data is no longer in one location. It's now potentially sitting in the data center. It's sitting in the public cloud, in IaaS, SaaS, and PaaS uh, services, and even in edge devices, even further away from the data center. So the question there has to be, how do I secure my data across these multiple platforms? How do I protect that data in terms of backup and recovery? And Probably one of the biggest challenges as well is how do I know that I am actually protected? How do I know as new uh, data sources are being added into my environment that I actually have them protected or are they just sitting there uh, unprotected, unsecure? And the final challenge that a lot of IT managers talk to me about is just the skill sets required in order to be able to protect efficiently and effectively. Um, so having a common set of uh, tools becomes really important in that environment. Okay, let's address the theme of our show today. What features and functions are important when considering a multi-cloud data protection strategy? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. Look, one of, one of the real challenges we have at the moment is uh, applications are now being owned by the DevOps team 
or by the database administrators. And they're starting to use their own tool sets to do their own backup and recovery. And it develops into what we call a shadow IT environment. Uh, nine times out of 10, when I go and talk to backup admins and say, how are the database backups going? For example, they say they're going great. And I ask them, how often do you do a, a SQL restore? And they say, oh, well, we, we never get asked to do that. Then I go and talk to the DBAs. How often are you guys doing SQL restores? Oh, at least once or twice a week. Well, that's interesting. Now, there's a big disconnect between what the database administrator is doing and what the IT admin guys are doing. And that's shadow IT. So what we want to be able to do is give those application owners access to backup and recovery services using their native tool sets so that they're consuming backup and recovery as a service out of IT instead of doing their own thing. So that's a really important thing to take into consideration in a multi-cloud data protection environment, simply because we've got applications running in lots of different places. And that DevOps journey that people are going on at the moment is going to be driving more and more of that kind of behavior moving forward. Uh, automating wherever possible is another area to look at. And that's either inside the data protection software itself or what's becoming far more important in the last couple of years is actually being able to code data protection directly into existing management tools via RESTful APIs. In other words, data protection becomes another part of our infrastructure as code journey. So we're actually able to just write it out as code and it gets protected. And then finally, one of the key things here, and I've touched on it just before, is the centralized reporting and monitoring capability. Knowing what's going on across all of the environments that I'm protecting, whether they're on-premise, in the cloud, in SaaS, PaaS, or IaaS. Okay, Sandy, let's talk about the latest technologies on offer. What new software has Dell Technologies developed in a bid to help customers address the rise of cybercrime in particular? Great question. Look. Um, one of the things that we've come out with is what we call our cyber recovery software. And in fact, while it is a new iteration of, of that capability, we actually developed it as a set of scripts back in 2014 in response to the Sony Pictures hack, which you might be familiar with. To cut a long story short, the bad guys got into Sony Pictures, they mined a lot of data, they stole a lot of data, and then they destroyed everything within the environment. Uh, we realized with our data domain technology that we actually had a platform that would enable us to physically and logically create a separate copy of backup data. And so we developed a, a set of scripts to automate that process. Moving forward now with the cyber recovery solution we now have, uh, it's the fully rewritten RESTful API based uh, management interface and orchestration tool for automating that air gap. So as I said, physically and logically separate copy of backup data. The only data that goes into this air-gapped environment is uh, backup data. There's no way of managing it from outside the organization. And effectively, the control plane is not does not exist for that data inside the ordinary business environment. Once we've got that data, though, this is where the secret source really kicks in. We can do analytics on that data. We can start to look at what normal looks like for a business and then identify when things are changing. Uh, and, and just as a, a real validation of that capability, Dell Technologies is the first and, and actually currently the only solution provider to join the Sheltered Harbor Alliance. Uh, Sheltered Harbor is a, is a US financial institution initiative um, around this uh, vaulted cyber recovery capability. Um, so yeah, as I said, a fantastic validation of that cyber recovery solution and the value it brings to businesses.
Analysts tell us there are many changes affecting the data protection space and that cloud protection has changed the game. What's your opinion on this statement and how does Dell Technologies enter into the equation? Oh, look, I, I couldn't agree more. We, we've seen over the last five years this rapid shift of workloads into the cloud and the general thought has been that the data protection I use on-premises, I can, I can just take it and, and shift it into the cloud. But in most cases, that doesn't work out very well for, for our customers. We, we now need to worry about efficiency far more in the cloud than we did have to on-premises, you know, in terms of storing that data and moving that data around. All of this has a, a very real impact in terms of uh, the monthly bill you get from your cloud provider. Data protection that has a large infrastructure footprint on-premises, well, now that becomes a real issue when you move that into the cloud. And in addition, uh, reporting now becomes a challenge. Uh, I may be protecting data in multiple locations. And so a single tool set becomes important both in reporting requirements and in skills. Dell Tech have always said, um, and our data protection team in particular, that architecture matters when it comes to data protection, whether, whether the workload is on-premises or in the cloud. A proven, simplified data protection architecture is, is where we start with Dell Technologies, where data is moved from the source to the protection storage without the requirement for additional infrastructure. And that means that management is simplified. It means that scalability is, uh, is improved and simplified as well. This works extremely well for our customers uh, on-premises, and it has a significant impact on costs when we move that architecture into the cloud. In addition, we've obviously recognized the requirement to address the modern application landscape in terms of management. Uh, and as a service, cloud-based management platform means that backup admins can get visibility and control of their multi-cloud data protection from a single place. Uh, they may have backups happening on-premise. They may have uh, data protection running in the cloud. They may have it in SaaS, but if they're able to go to a single portal where they can view all of the SLAs for the business from a single place, all of the backup successes, all of the backup failures, uh, then... Um, We've eliminated the need to learn a new management interface. We've reduced the number of skills required in order to manage that environment. And that becomes really important. Sandy, I understand in the many conversations you've had with IT security experts, one thing is clear. The it won't happen to me attitude is still alive and well. But sadly, there's still so many high profile attacks in Australia and New Zealand. And as you've said, large enterprises, small businesses, schools, everyone is a target for the bad guys, whether you're being targeted directly or caught in a widespread phishing attack. So what are the main steps involved in adopting a modern day data protection approach? And do you think companies are starting to take it seriously given the massive surge in cyber attacks just in the past six months? Yeah, great question again. Look, are companies taking it seriously? Some are. Some um, take it seriously when they see it happen close to them or in, unfortunately in some cases when it does happen to them. But our approach has always been, and this applies not just to data protection, but to any of the Dell Technologies infrastructure. We, we, we look at this as a good, better and best approach. So good is protect your data everywhere, whether it's on premises or in the cloud. Think about your RPOs and your RTOs, that's your um, how quickly you need to get that data back and how much data can you afford to lose and, and do some testing regularly to make sure that you're meeting them. Revisit 
your data protection plans on a regular basis. You know, make sure that your security patches are applied. Make sure you're running the latest versions of your data protection code. And where, where it makes sense, update those protection mechanisms to take advantage of advances in technology. You know, use disk as your primary backup media, but make sure that it guarantees availability of that data. And also make sure that it's not accessible on your network via standard file sharing protocols. Um, that's the good, you know, better, look at the product hardening guidelines, make sure that you're applying all the security patches, requ patches required. Use encryption in flight and at rest. If uh, your storage supports it, use retention lock so that you can actually lock that data so it can't be overwritten. And even better, have separate security office, officer credentials uh, to, to ensure that that data can't be modified. And finally, two-factor authentication. Um, and then best is your air gap copy of your critical data, as I talked about before, that cyber recovery solution. Immutable copies of data that can't be overwritten. Analytics in the vault to find out what's going on within your environment. And then well-documented and tested recovery processes. Okay, let's talk about the power of partnerships. What is Dell Technologies doing in partnership with VMware, for example, and the public cloud providers to provide efficient and robust data protection in a multi-cloud world? Well, obviously, you know, being Dell Technologies, we have a very close relationship with VMware as they are part of the Dell Technologies family. Uh, integration is very tight and we're co-engineering a lot of our solutions with VMware. We have an industry-leading backup capability for VMware on-premises. And, and in particular, as you see the move towards uh, vSAN, um, software-defined storage, the old way of driving efficiency in VMware backups was via sto utilizing storage snapshots. That doesn't work anymore. We've worked really closely with VMware to address this challenge with, with fast, reliable, and efficient image-based backup capabilities. Uh, continuous data protection for VMware environments um, is another capability we have, providing any point in time recovery in DR on-premises and into the cloud. And this is using a piece of code we've developed jointly with VMware that is embedded directly into the VMware kernel. It's another great example of our collaboration together. Uh, making sure that, as I said before, those native tools are being used, so being able to manage data protection from within vCenter. Uh, automation in our software so that when a new virtual machine is created, we automatically apply a protection policy to it. And then extending that capability to the cloud with native data protection integration into vRealize and VMware Cloud Director. Um, we are VMware Cloud on AWS certified, so we can back up in the cloud, we can DR to the cloud. And Finally, you know, if that wasn't enough, native cloud applications being protected via our Kubernetes backup capability, and that's tightly integrated with VMware Tanzu. And how are your other partnerships? You mentioned AWS a moment ago, but there's also Azure and GCP. How are they also aiding in the data protection and cyber recovery arena? Sure, great question. So our software and our virtual appliances are already available directly from the cloud marketplaces of Azure, AWS, and, and, and Google Cloud. And that offers you a simple deployment model and a bring your own license model to, to play. So uh, very, very easy to deploy our virtual data domain appliances into the cloud and, and our backup software. Um, 
we've done a lot of work around extending data protection into the cloud. Uh, a lot of customers want to move away from tape. Um, we found that using uh, long-term retention capabilities and directing those long-term backups into object storage being offered out of the cloud providers, Azure Blob Store or AWS S3, for example, um, that's a really, really um, viable alternative to continuing to have to handle tapes. Um, cloud DR I talked about, being able to do a disaster recovery failover into the cloud and, and that true pay-as-you-go kind of model. Um, and then we've just got back up in the cloud. We have our data domain virtual edition, as I said. That's delivering the lowest cost to protect uh, in the industry, both on-premise and now in the cloud. We've always said that architecture matters, and it matters even more when we're protecting workloads in the cloud. Finally, we, we've developed a SaaS offering called Cloud Snapshot Manager. Uh, you remember I talked earlier about this issue with uh, snapshot sprawl and the bills starting to increase. Well, Cloud Snapshot Manager brings some data protection policy and rigor to what has previously been an ad hoc approach to data protection. And all of this together just adds up to controlling costs in the cloud so that our customers are able to get on doing what they need to do without having to worry about how much data protection is going to add to the bill at the end of the day. Well, Sandy, you said it, architecture does matter. So can you speak about the design of the Power Protect series and how it can securely and efficiently protect data on-premises and in the cloud? Sure. So the, the new Power Protect Data Domain series is just the, the latest iteration uh, of, of a platform that's been around for almost 20 years now, um, the Data Domain uh, Purpose-Built Backup Appliance. Um, we've been protecting data reliably uh, in the industry for almost 20 years, as I said. We have a capability called data and vulnerability architecture built into the data domain. This guarantees that if a piece of data has been written to a data domain, we're going to be able to read it back. There's no concept of database corruptions uh, within the deduplication environment. We can guarantee we'll get it back. And we're also offering the best deduplication in the industry, and that's due to a patented pro patented, it's hard to say that word, process um, that no one else in the industry has been able to beat. And, and the testament to that is we have been the, the leader in the Gartner Magic Quadrant for purposeful backup appliances since, since day one, pretty much. No one else comes close. But it's more than that, as I said before. It's also about moving data as efficiently as possible from point A to point B. We've uh, developed that data domain deduplication algorithm and actually put it um, into the clients uh, using a technology we call DD Boost. So that means we're not sending data across the network if the data domain has already received it before. And that can give us up to a 50% reduction in network traffic. So less space, less compute resources. This is important on premises, but it's significantly greater impact in the cloud. A new PowerProtect series data domains continue this legacy. We've increased our footprint in the cloud. We can now address up to 256 terabytes of object storage in the cloud, and that's before deduplication applies. Um, On-premises, combined with uh, Dell Technologies PowerEdge server technology with our new series, uh, we're getting up to 23% deduplication improvement. That's 1.5 petabytes of data in a single rack, and that's before deduplication applies. On average, you know, we see with our software around 30 to 1, very comfortably. So all of a sudden, we're at 30 petabytes 
more, 45 petabytes of, of uh, logical backup data sitting in a single rack environment. That's the power of data domain. Sandy, you talk about the importance of having a complete end-to-end -end cyber recovery solution. What does this involve and why does it matter, particularly in today's remote and ever-evolving workplace environment? Well, the, the, the key thing here when we're talking end-to-end -end cyber recovery, it really comes down to, at the end of the day, planning. Um, if you plan right at the start, um, then you end up with a, a really solid solution. Um, critical to that is identifying the right data that needs to be protected. Protected. We talk about um, the crown jewels of, of an organization, and, the, and that's the kind of data that we want to protect. It's not normally everything within the environment. Um, it's going to be uh, the critical applications that you need to keep your business running. But something that a lot of customers have missed in the past is they also need to keep copies of what we call critical rebuild materials available uh, within that vaulted environment as well. So that's things like Active Directory, uh, DNS, um, scripts, recovery documentation. Uh, those kind of things need to be identified and done right as well. What else is in that end-to-end -end solution? Well, and analytics, as I said, really important. We, we need to know what copies of data are good and whether we can restore them or not. Really important. Then finally, well-documented recovery processes. Um, and tested recovery processes. Um, this is this is really, really important. I can't stress that enough. Making sure that we can recover and we have a well-known and well-documented uh, capability in this space. Sandy, how is the latest technology aiding in the pursuit of digital transformation, an important endeavour for today's CIOs, CISOs and other tech leaders? In the past, traditionally, people have thought about data protection as being an insurance policy. Um, it's there if I need it, but hopefully I won't, and I'm going to spend as little money as possible on it because um, I've got other things to invest in. But in this new multi-cloud world, in this new world of uh, cloud-native applications, data protection becomes an enabler for digital transformation. And I think about it in terms of, um, as an analogy, um, uh, trapeze artists doing an exercise um, high above the, uh, the floor and having that safety net there. Now, knowing they've got the safety net means that they can take additional risk because they know that if something goes wrong, they're gonna be caught in the safety net and they can be back up and, and doing what they need to do as quickly as possible. It's the same thing with data protection. Um, if I know that I can take a risk, if I know that I can roll out this application and I can roll back really, really quickly, if I know I can DR if the worst comes to the worst, well, it means our customers can make big changes rapidly while they're minimizing their risk profile. And this is giving Dell Technologies customers a competitive advantage over and above their competitors. Uh, data protection as an enabler for digital transformation is, is really you know, driving some great conversations with my customers at the moment. And it's new conversations that I haven't been able to have before. Um, and it's a great time <laughs> to be in data protection, to be honest. So Sandy, what's your vision for the future? Like what's next on the data protection and management front and how will it help protect the fort moving forward? Like what excites you about this space? 
Uh, there's a couple of things that uh, that we're already working on, and, and some of it's already out there at the moment, but um, it, we're just going to keep developing these things. There are two things that I'm really, really excited about uh, in the data protection space. One is autonomous data protection. And so I already talked about this ability to be able to automatically detect when a virtual machine is added to a VMware environment, but we want to extend that capability. So when a new... Uh, cloud native application appears within the environment, when a new database is run up, um, when a, a new instance of Office 365 is, or a new user is added to it, we have that capability to ensure that data protection is applied according to policies that have been defined um, by a, a backup administrator, or as I prefer to call them now, a backup architect. Um, and that, mean, that means that uh, data protection is applied just automatically. Not only that, but when they get moved, when a workload is moved from one place to another, that data protection follows. So um, we have that ability to follow workloads wherever they operate, across the edge, to core, to cloud infrastructure, and make sure that data protection is always there with them. The other side to that is... Um, a focus rather rather than looking at trying to recover individual applications or individual databases, the recovery of entire business services. So that's the ability to automatically orchestrate the recovery of an entire business so, service by recovering all of the, the disparate hardware and software elements that make up a business service as they're deployed on-premise or in the cloud or both. And, and that could be a business service that's got elements in all sorts of different locations. But instead of having to recover each of those different things, press a button and recover that business service in one go. So those are the, those are the things that I'm excited about at the moment. Sandy, let's recap. What are some of the most significant opportunities for CIOs, CISOs, and other tech leaders in adopting a modern data protection strategy? Yeah, so start off with developing a, a robust cyber recovery strategy, strategy. So if the worst happens, you can be confident of your ability to continue business operations. Um, control cost by putting control into the hands of the application owners and developers, uh, yeah, eliminating that shadow IT that typically occurs in this space. Uh, and at the same time, uh, giving IT the visibility into these environments to ensure that data is being protected according to SLAs agreed with the business. Um, extending that data protection across all aspects of your multi-cloud environment, whether that's on-premise with IAAS, SaaS or PaaS cloud native apps using a single tool set, um, in this way, data protection becomes enabler, as I said, for adopting a multi-cloud approach faster and accelerating your digital transformation. You know, we talked about architecture mattering, um, using that data domain platform to speed up your backups, uh, simplify the scalability of the environment, uh, producing more robust disaster recovery capabilities. Um, the net result of all this is businesses which adopt a modern data protection strategy have a competitive advantage over businesses who are still doing things the old way. Sandy, so what's your final takeaway? What important information do you want listeners to leave with today? So in the data protection team here at Dell Technologies, our, our unofficial motto is we have our customers six. Uh, it's a term from the military, which basically means we, we have your back. Uh, Dell Technologies has over 30 years of experience in protecting customers' critical data assets using technologies that time and again have proven themselves as reliable and efficient. 
in addition, we're embracing the modern, modern IT environment that customers find themselves in. You know, that multi-cloud, native cloud applications, DevOps, Kubernetes, the list, the list goes on. A proven data protection capability with a modern tool set means that our customers can be sure both now and into the future that with Dell Technologies data protection software, we've got their six. Sadly, that's all the time we have for today. A special thanks to Sandy Ledbeater for his in-depth insight and practical tips. To recap, Sandy has revealed how the latest data protection technologies are helping IT leaders masterfully secure the multi-cloud world and take charge of the escalating cyber vulnerabilities. If you're keen to learn more about how to modernize your data protection and management approach and master the complex security landscape, you can visit delltechnologies.com forward slash data protection. Thank you once again to our sponsors, Microsoft. Dell Technologies Data Protection is powered by Windows Server 2019, the operating system that bridges on-premises and cloud. Thanks again for listening. Goodbye and have a great day.